Yo, yo, yo. What's up, Sooner fans? This is your host from the Prairie that's still on the Prairie, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field, but always number one in your hearts. Here with me today, you know who it is, my right-hand man, number nine on the field, our captain and fearless leader, the Braden Weight Room, Willie Willis. And this is the podcast on the Prairie. Braden? Subject. Always hard to record after an L. Yeah, it is. <sighs> yeah, man. This weekend was uh was like no other. We'll get to that here in a second, but like we always say on the podcast, positivity, ladies and gentlemen. Our job is to give you our perspective, not put our feelings on you. So. <laughs> That's what that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we gonna keep it pushing because that's all we can do. So, anyways, um outside of football, is there something positive going on in your life? What 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 you got going? Tell me something. Uh what did your mom used to say? Um Thorns and Roses. Thorns and roses. Yeah, so the game uh, the game is our huge thorn, but we, right. we need a rose in there. Let's see, man. Uh, well, I was uh, back in town to see my family, and that was always good. You know, I got to spend a little time with them. They don't have to be on the road yeah. and all the hassles of, you know, traveling and stuff like that. So it was good to see my family and everything. So I guess that would be my rose. Good to see the people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's – um. What do, what do they say at Thanksgiving? Say one thing you're grateful for. And right. that always uh that always brightens the mood. So Sooner Nation, if you're listening to our podcast looking for solutions, looking for answers, and wondering what are we gonna say about the game, I need you to find your rose. Find your one thing you're grateful for because I don't know if this one podcast is gonna change the way we all felt on Saturday as a fan, but I will say we can at least find one thing that we are grateful for. And I'll promise you, I promise you, you'll smile after you say that thing out loud. The tight end and a fullback, a big part of our job on the field is protecting others. We have our moments, but most of the time we're doing the gritty work behind the scenes to help our teammates shine. That sounds just like our friends at Plainview Legal Group. Haley and Travis Dennis are longtime property attorney experts who will work tirelessly for their clients. They fight hard and handle the nitty-gritty of your property issues so you can focus on life's other issues. When you use Plainview Legal, you are working with diehard Sooners. Haley and Travis have five degrees from the university, and Haley has even taught at OU's law school. So whether you're being contacted by Oklahoma Turnpike Authority about acquiring your land or dealing with any other property issues, we highly encourage you to set up a free consultation with Plainview Legal Group. You can go to their website at www.plainviewlegal.com. Give them a call at 405-310-0183 or email them at info at plainviewlegal.com. We're incredibly grateful for Plainview Legal for the support they give the show, so please check them out. Please see the show notes of this episode for important disclaimer information. All right. So my rose for this weekend is that... um ah. I went shopping. Yes, I went shopping today. All right. I, I, I went shopping. I, I grabbed some more. Um, I grabbed some business casual clothes because 
Uh, I, I got a meeting down in Dallas uh, this week. So I'm like, you know what? I didn't bring any clothes like that out with me. So uh bought me something nice. Um, I've realized ever since I've left OU that I don't have a lot of regular clothes. I think I was talking to Caleb about this other day, but um, he's like 90, not 90, but probably about like 70% of my closet is still like athletic gear, whether it be from football, uh, OU, um, the senior bowl, right. um, all types of stuff. So, um, uh, I need me some, uh, normal person wear and, uh, got me some of that. So, uh, that's my rose. Also, I'm grateful because, um, my parents, my grandparents stay in Lumberton, North Carolina towards the mm -hmm. East coast. I'm about an hour, hour 13 away from, uh, away from the ocean. And, uh, they weren't harmed during the hurricane this weekend. Um, so, um, family's all good. Uh, prayers out to Fort Myers, Florida. Yeah. Was, uh, that's that, that, that was, that was crazy. Um, for those of you who aren't in the loop on the weather, um, which I'm assuming most Oklahoma people are considering, but right. Hurricane Ian was the biggest hurricane to hit the state of Florida in the history of, of hurricanes. So I was looking at the footage on that and it, it, it was scary. So I don't know if you saw any of it, but I know in one of the videos, they put a camera six feet off the ground and water was just rushing past it. Like it was, it, it, it was candy, you know? So, uh, uh, like I said, a lot of stuff going on down there. Um, I tell people all the time being from the East coast, I'll choose a hurricane or a tornado any day. You can hop in a whip, hit a, hit a hundred and outrun a, outrun a tornado. Um, or no, what I say, I'll choose a tornado over a hurricane any day. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. the right thing. Uh, you can't outrun water, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't outrun a hurricane. So, um, that's, that, that's my rose though. Grateful that, uh, my family is safe and grateful that I got some, uh, got some clothes this weekend. Um, Another thing that happened this weekend, uh, that Hicks kid, the D lineman that was supposed to commit to OU, went to A&M. I remember us talking about that. Did you yeah. see that? I did see that. Mm, that sounds suspicious. A little bit. I have my theories, but I mean, I mean, not my theories, but I saw theories, not mine, but I saw theories out there. Hey, you know, whatever yeah. the kid feels is best for him. You know, it's a, that that process is a hard process, you know. Uh, as both you and I know, there's a lot more that goes into it than meets the eye, and you know, it's just uh, being that 18 year old kid, you know, making decisions like that, man. It's, it's always hard. So you know, whatever yeah. you know, he feels is best for him. Yeah, I think one one theory that I was told was that uh, the kid was using both schools to like get the bigger NIL deal, if that makes sense. Like he was wanting to go to A&M, but he was using OU to maybe get some more money under the table. Who knows? I feel like that makes a lot of sense, which I mean, technically if we want to be real, it's a smart idea because he's leveraging his talent, you know, whether right. we want to believe it or not, when a kid is being recruited, you're basically recruiting a product, you know? And right. if the kid is looking at himself as a business, then why not negotiate the talents that you bring to the table? So 
whether it be OU or A&M, um, if he got some benefit out of it, then uh, great for him. Obviously, I'd much rather see the talented guys at OU. However, still, uh, the recruiting world that we're in this weekend. So, yep. uh, But we won't spend a lot of time on on uh, everybody else this weekend. Uh, I don't think our our uh, our picks from last week's college football games were any good. Um, no, they weren't. I didn't even look. Yeah, I, I don't say? think I looked either. I was just honestly, bro. After the game, I was in distraught. So I don't even think I watched the Cardinals versus uh, Baker game. I mean, I watched I NFL, but I didn't dare watch any college football yesterday. Yeah. I, just... I literally like this was this was the first weekend. Like I was just like, yo, like I'm done for the day. Uh, nobody bothered me. Yeah. Yeah. We said Iowa over Michigan, right? Yeah. No, Michigan won 27-14. Did we say Ole Miss over Kentucky? No. We didn't? Oh, okay. I thought we might have said that one. Well, what else I don't know if there were any upsets. I will say, bro, I will say I have a lot more respect for fans now because – Although y'all, although y'all lost versus Kansas State, that was a different feel. And I was right. in person for that game, and I had a lot of stuff going on that day. Right. But to be a fan, bro, especially during a, a during a tough game like that, um, you just you have a completely different respect perspective, bro. Because I used to, I used to be like, fans are fans, you know, like you know they they don't really have an impact on the game and. You know, coaches always say stuff like, don't worry about the fans, this and that. But, like, bro, as a fan, bro, we we have general, genuine intentions for the team winning. Like, I understand there's some crazy people out there who comment this and that. And, you know, people say crazy stuff like BV isn't the one and all this other stuff we got going on on Twitter. But, yeah. bro, there are some genuine people out here that just want to see OU win, bro. And mm. I love when I get a chance to interact with the fans who have the same mindset as me on that, who don't have anything negative to say about the team. Um, you know, although I was talking smack about you getting hawked down, uh, yeah, I, we still got positive stuff, you know. <laughs> we still we still, we still got positive stuff to say, bro. Like, it's it, – it, I'm really a diehard now, like, Win, lose, yeah. or draw, like I, I could care less. Like I'm I'm with the I'm with the gang regardless. And I'm sure you'll understand what that feels like one day, but uh it, it it's completely different. I don't think I can describe to you how I feel as a fan right now. But right. I know all you see is what's going on in the field. So just know we still rooting for you. Appreciate you. No problem. Braden, you know how when you run a seam, you're supposed to run down the middle versus cover two and up the hashes versus cover one and three, right? Of course. Well, what if I asked you about mortgages, interest rates, or buying homes? I don't know as much about that. Well, the good thing is you don't need to because our sponsor of this episode, Matt McDaniel, has been helping people find the right loan for a long time. And he understands all types of loans, including loans with a low introductory rate that can be refinanced when rates improve. To get in touch with Matt at McDaniel Mortgage Group, call 214-435-1988 or visit www.appwithmatt with two T's 
com to get pre-qualified and find the best loan options for you. And because there are more homes available to buy than in the past several months, you have more choices. Start your home search today with Phil and Thaline Webb or one of their team members at Web Properties Group. Call 405-322-5632 and they will be happy to send you a list of available homes in your price range. Sooner Nation, you could be in your new home for the holidays. Let's make that dream a reality. But um, let's let's talk about the game. Um, captain, leader, um, you know what? Just talk to me. What you got on your chest? I mean, yeah, you know, just um, I mean, at the end of the day, like we said last week, it's you know, it's kind of spilt milk now, you know, but uh, we just weren't very good, you know. There's no. There's nothing like there's nothing to beat around the bush about, you know. We just weren't very good. We we just didn't play good, you know. what I'm saying we just, uh, just didn't look good, you know. And so um, now I think it, it's the best time to you know kind of search yourself as like individually, everybody as a team, but everybody individually, and look at you know, what's important to you, you know, put all the ulterior motives aside, put all the selfishness aside, anything that could be possibly hindering us, it needs to go aside and it needs to be, you know, like we all need to be pushing towards the same goal, you know, pushing towards the same thing. Like now more than ever, nothing else matters more than the team right now, you know? So yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. But just, you know, my general opinions on on um on Saturday, uh we we just like I said, we didn't play well. Um we didn't play hard. We didn't play tough. I mean, we got out like, you know, there's some words that I would like to say that I can't say on the air, but we, you know, we just we got we got our tail whooped, you know what I'm saying? And that that's just what it is, you know. So um I I challenged everybody in that locker room to find out who's a who's really a dog, you know, because you know, I feel like our manhood was getting tested right there and some people responded, some people didn't, you know, and you know, if the effort and the intentionality and the physicalness and all that other stuff isn't there, then, you know, we, we don't have a chance, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely get what you're saying. I, I remember after we lost the first game uh, last year, after we took an L, I can't remember. It might've been the second, but as a leader, I was finding difficulty in trying to word things in a way that can make the rest of the team feel like what I want is just as important to everyone, not just the starters, not just the 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 backups, but to everyone, to those who don't play as much, to the walk-ons, to the guys who want more playing time. Because when times start getting hard, I remember, especially as a young guy, um, back when red shirts and and not playing the entire season was a thing. I remember sometimes thinking like, "Hey, 
I'm not even suiting up, you know, sometimes words were going through one ear and out the other. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect by any means. Cause like I said, I did that. So I, even when I was in your position, I was like, man, like as a young guy who, who wasn't in and, and didn't really contribute as much to the team as everybody else, like, how, how, how do I get that guy to, to hop on board? You know, how do I get everybody else to, to feel the same thing I feel? Because I know, I know for a fact as a captain, as a fifth year guy, as someone who's looking to go to the NFL, you're like, man, like if only some of these guys felt how I felt, have done what I've done, see what I see, you know, it's, it's tough. And like you said, that's really when you find out what everyone is about. How hard can you focus when the weight of the world is on your shoulders, when things aren't going your way? However, I'd also like to say, this is something that I tell myself whenever things are good, whenever Mm -hmm. I'm scoring three touchdowns or whenever I'm having a, a, a terrible game, things are never as bad as you may think. And things are never as good as you may think. That's that's the rule, you know. That's why, I, oh, I what did I said that last week. Maybe I said it. I think I might have said it in an interview. But watching film, man, it's never as bad as you think it is, and it's never as good as you think it is, you know. So uh, I, I completely agree with that. You know, I just think the biggest thing for us right now is the, like, you know, the football stuff is going to get corrected. We have a great coaching staff. We yeah. have, you know, guys that put hours and hours, you know, like talking about coaches and, you know, all the support staff into putting together a good uh, good uh, game plan for us, right? So that stuff is going to get corrected from them to us, you know what I'm saying, the busts and MAs and stuff like that. That's going to be corrected. But the biggest thing I saw was just the heart, man. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you got um, – you know, guys getting hurt and then you just, just, you know, no response, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just the heart. And for me, it just seems like people are out there, like different teams are hungrier than us. They want it more than us. Right. And, um, and I don't know why that's the case because this team hasn't earned anything. Like we walked in there, like we're all big and bad. Cause we have the OU logo on the side of our helmet. You know what I'm saying? And just act like that's going to win for us. But in reality, it's not. And now, you know what I'm saying? We got teams across the nation, you know, people across the nation, you know what I'm saying, laughing at us, whatever the case may be. And now it comes to a point where I've told the guys, like, like we're the underdog in every fight now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, we I don't know why we're sitting up here walking into games. Like, we're just so big and bad. Just because we have this logo on our helmet don't mean nothing. Like, people do not respect us. You know what I'm saying? Especially right now. So, like, we need to walk into every game hungry and ready to put it all on the line. And I told the guys, I was like, I want you to dig real deep and see yourself and find whatever makes you go for real. And, like, mm-hmm. let's get it going because it's, you know, this is not something that I'm used to and, you know, nobody should be used to at the University of Oklahoma. So, um, no, I, I completely get what you're saying. I you think, know, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. I think, um, I think the biggest thing is, 
you know, this, 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 I mean, every week is big, but you know, this week being OU Texas, this, this game has been known to literally turn around seasons. So I think this, this game right here is a big game because it's the next game, but it's a big game because it can restore confidence. It can restore, you know, everything that we're lacking. Like this is a big game and you know, better than anybody. I told the young guys in the, in the room today are like, not in the room in the, like every, like everybody on the team, you know, like this game, I don't care what rivalry you've been in, you know, whether it's uh, Ohio state, Michigan, I don't care whatever game you think has been your most, you know, craziest atmosphere, this and that, whatever the case would be, it has nothing on the OU Texas game. Now that's a totally different game. And that game, can literally turn around season, man. It did in 2020, you know? So yeah. Um, now more than ever, we have to be detail-oriented. We have to go in there with a mindset, you know, to get better and to want to go out there and compete and, you know, just be better at the end of the day. That's 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 what it comes down to, you know, cutting and dry, like, you know, simple. Like, we just got to be better. Hey, Braden, as you know, I'm in Ardmore right now. Do you know where I can find some mouthwatering tacos? As a matter of fact, I do. Look no further than Ted's Tacos and Katina, located off I-35, exit 32. This haven for classic and novelty Mexican eats is the perfect spot to stop for your lunch on the way to the Red River Showdown. Man, you already know how that traffic is going to be. From loaded fries to enchiladas, there is something for everyone. Ted's Tacos and Katina offers daily, that's right, daily happy hour specials and weekly taco Tuesday deals. I was looking at the menu right before this and I'm already planning how I'm going to build my burrito when I go in. All right, let's go ahead and uh, finish this because I'm getting hungry. But to everyone headed to the Red River Showdown this weekend, stop on by Ted's Taco and Katina off I-35, exit 32 on your way. And be sure to tell you Jeremiah and I sent you. That's right, Jay Heasy. Visit Ted's Taco Cantina.com for more information. And remember, that's Ted's Tacos and Cantina, an Oklahoma company. Huge shout out to them for sponsoring the pod. I think that the e- events that have taken place over the past two weeks, you know, this weekend and, and last weekend, um, I was talking to somebody and uh, they they mentioned, I, I don't, I don't want to go back to the past or anything, but I feel like as OU fans, uh, we need to reflect on this a little bit. But they told me Lincoln said multiple times winning in the Big 12 is hard. And I think that the fans and well, not all the fans, but some of the fans, some of the, you know, the announcers and stuff like that failed to realize how hard it is to win in the Big 12. You know, people think that just because we have all these big 12 championships in a row. We have Brent Venables. Uh, uh, all that means nothing. The work still has to be done. Right. You know, it's not like, oh, we, we, we have all these things and we just show up and just because we got the talent, we going to roll over everybody, you know, but let's, 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 let's look at this real quick. Right. So like, um, Let's let's just look at my journey as a quick example, right? So I'm a three-star out of Charlotte, North Carolina. This is the average for the Kansas State team, for the the 
the lesser teams in, in, in the Big 12, the, the uh, some of uh, TCU, uh, half of Iowa State, you know, guys like me, the, the, the middle guys. And then you got, you know, Oklahoma, the supposed four stars and, you know, a couple of five stars. Texas got some athletes, you know. Just because we have these pieces, that doesn't mean it just all comes together. Because I was the three-star from uh, the, the the lesser recruit that ended up becoming the captain and the guy who's willing to outwork the person, the five-star, that's not willing to put in the work. You know, these right. are the type of guys that we're playing against. You know, guys mm-hmm. like guys like yourself. Shoot. Well, you know, the, the, the underdog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what these teams are filled with, guys with our stories. So yeah, it doesn't stars, just yeah. fall into place, you know, and I, I don't want to, um, I don't, I don't want to sit here and say that we're all stuck on the past or we're all stuck on, uh, these expectations or whatever, but I'm, I, I just feel like the, the fans, the people who are listening need to know that the people that we're playing, they're going to fight, you know, and it's up to, like you said, the, the rest of the team to realize that it's, it's not easy you know one thing that i'll know that i always notice with a dynasty and you can tell me your thoughts on this is when you're winning national championships when you're winning state championships in high school it always becomes harder especially after like the second or the third time in a row Mm because then you start to get in guys who don't know what it's like to lose prior to the win streak, right? Right. So, for example, when I first got to OU, we were we were on a national champion. We were on a, a Big Twelve title run, but I, I was still kind of there at the beginning, I guess you would say. Like I understood from the older guys, like Dimitri. He he would always tell me like, "Hey, this is what we were doing when we were eight and five. This is what it takes to win." And I learned from all of that. Now we're in a point in OU history where the freshmen don't know what it's like to lose. They all got blings and rings on their fingers. You know, the, the sophomores don't know what it's like to lose. You know, I honestly, I don't know what it's like to lose, but I just learned from the older guys what it was like. And so that's what I mean when I say everybody has to come along. So that's food for thought for the fans to think about. They're not excuses, but not at all. uh, Let's understand that stuff doesn't just happen. Yeah, but, I mean, Brayden, let's I'm, let's talk a little bit about the game for a second. Um, okay. DG, let's let's just just outside of all the 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 blown assignments and and all that other stuff that we can talk about that's football related. How much did you guys seeing him on the ground impact the team, or did you think that it had an impact? What what was going through what was going through your your thoughts during that time? Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it, it impacted me, you know what I'm saying, as a person, you know, that's close with DG and has a great relationship with them, you know what I'm saying, they got me ready to go. But that's kind of what I was talking about in terms of, you know, we got to be, we got to have more dogs, man. We got to have more guys like that. That right there, seeing your quarterback on the ground should have an immediately fired up everybody, you know, and – um I just really wasn't feeling that, you know? So, um, you know, it's tough, but there, there has to be a change there. And, I, you know, we've addressed it. And, 
but there's got to be a change there, you know, like that that's as bad as it get. And, you know, to have no reaction behind your quarterback laying on the ground like that, it, you know, that's just, that's unacceptable. So, yeah, I remember, I remember, and, and you can take this however, however way you want. But I remember when we were having a tough time last year, Link, one thing Lincoln said was um, our leaders have to lead from the front, meaning they have to make plays. Right. Do you think that your leaders, um, uh, you know, the older guys, Deshaun, Marv, do you think that you guys have done a consistent job of, of of leading the team, or do you think there needs to be more? Or uh, what what do you think from that aspect? The the senior guys, is there anything you want to touch on in there? Uh, man, yeah, in, you know it needs to be more leadership. Seems like you know the same few guys are speaking, you know, but it's, it's starting to come around. Like we had a you know we had a meeting, and you know more guys are speaking up and stuff like that. But um, I mean. At the end of the day, I just think everybody needs to be – like I said, it just it comes back to the same point for me, you know. Like, yeah. I don't understand why there is such a uh, – like you said, like a kind of entitlement to, like, being – to winning, you know. It's it's like we walked in there with OU on our helmet, like I said, and just expect people to lay down. But we – me and you both know from experience that – that actually is a, a big old target. Like, you know, it's like people yeah. like young guys look at that and see that, like, they think that people are going to lay down when they see that. But like most people see that as a big old target. Like that's a bullseye. Oh, I'm oh finna, you know hungry. what I'm saying? We could, that's a Super Bowl right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We could beat them, you know? So um, I just think that everybody has to come hungrier, man. You know, I, I think that there can't be any hesitation. You know, I think that guys got to go out there and there can't be any hesitation to make a play. You know, there can't be any hesitation to, you know what I'm saying, show emotion, get fired up, you know what I'm saying, lead, you know, um, from everybody. And it just can't be the same one, two, three, you know, four guys or whatever that's doing it. It has to be from everybody, you know. And that's the only way I feel like we're going to get on pace is when the whole team gets on the same mind frame in terms of that, then we'll be – we'll get back on pace, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys do it because people always look for answer, you know, when when things are going wrong. And sometimes there there isn't an answer. You know, sometimes you just didn't do your job. You know, that's yeah. something that I would always tell my mom um, after like a bad game or after uh, we had a hard time after a loss last year. She'd say, like, how do you feel about the team losing? And I'm very straightforward about winning and losing. You either right. do your job or you don't do your job. It's, right. it's very simple. Like uh, most fans want an explanation and we spend 30, 40 minutes on here talking about football and try and give them the best perspective that we can. But when it comes down to me and somebody asking me what I think, it's very simple. I can answer it in five seconds. You do your job or you don't do your job. It's that right. simple. I'd like to take either one it or you don't. What, what'd you say? Go ahead. I say you either want it or you don't, you know? 
Yeah. Like there's 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 really no in between. But where's where where are we lacking at, right? And I, once again, I don't expect you to respond on this, but I, I wrote down some notes. I went back and watched the game, right? And mm-hmm. uh these are some things that I saw. So uh let's let, let's start with the defense, right? So honestly, there are about three touchdowns that for sure should have been prevented. Um, right. The first one, JD got bullied on the on the fade ball. That's just football, you know. He has the height. He he doesn't have the height advantage. Um, the other receiver, I forget his name. It's the one with the dreads. He, he's a baller. He's going to be a first or second round pick. You can't really do too much about that. Um, honestly, I blame that on the coaches for leaving JD out there. After I'm not going to lie. JD got torched by the same receiver last year. So from a coach's perspective, either you change the the matchup or you have that much trust in your guy to leave him out there. No diss on JD. These are just the facts. Um, so unavoidable football happens. However, let's let's look on down the line, right? So blown assignment in the secondary by I, I'm I'm assuming it was Justin Fields uh, on the first one. Um then we got a blown assignment by Danny on the QB option. Um, QB pulls the ball and um, goes for, like, what, 50 yards or something like that. Um, honest, I don't want to call it a blown assignment because he was there, but Danny's eyes were were off. And, honestly, I think he, should, he still should have made the tackle. Um, it is what it is, though. Young guy still learning. Um, the pass interferences. We gotta get better there. Like there's I understand giving up one a game, one, you know, just in, in dire situations, but at this point it's becoming consistent. You know, at this point it's it's turning into a habit, not just a a, a once a game or every now and then occurrence. Um let's see. Oh, um the 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 DB's playing eight yards off the ball when it's like Third and three, third and four. They're getting out the quick screens and, you know, stuff, small stuff like that. You know, we're not playing smooth at all. Everything is hickey jerky. Um, not everything because I, I, I don't want to make things any worse than where they are. But it looks like a lot of nine, nine man football. You know, the same thing on offense here. Here's what I have on offense. Um the offensive line, they couldn't – their communication – this is probably the worst I've ever seen the, the offensive line communicate in a while. Um, TCU wasn't rushing any more than four, maybe five guys. I'm not going to lie. From an Ole's perspective in college football, that's pretty light work. Like, that's it's, – it's Mike right, Mike left. I know you guys are still running the same protective scheme, even, even odd-odd. Bill Biedenboe's protections are, are are one of some of the simplest in, in, in football, and they work. And the TCU wasn't wasn't really bringing the the heat like that, except for a few plays. You know, they were doing twists, they were playing games, but four against five, uh, you know, all five awesome linemen, four blitzing. Um, we got to clean that up. A couple other things, and and then I'll let you um. I'll let you pitch in. Um, DG's throws before he got came out the game, before he came out the game. Uh, we saw a glimpse of it last week, a little bit of it 
uh, the week prior, but this week the overthrows were super consistent. I think I counted more than five, more than six, three or four of those to Marvin. Uh, I know one for sure to you, one to Drake. Um, I think he'll get that right. Honestly, I I, I know G, we know DG, you know DG. Um, I think he'll work to get that right. I'm not concerned about that. Lastly, one other thing I saw. I think one time you guys ran outside zone. I'm, I think it was to the boundary. I know it was to TCU sideline, but I was watching Antoine one play, and the defensive end hit inside. So I know his rules are to keep tracking, but he tracked all the way to the safety that was 10 plus yards off the ball, eight plus yards uh, away from the line of scrimmage. And he, he chased the safety instead of looking back inside to the linebacker flowing. And uh, ultimately the linebacker ended up making the tackle um, for a run that should have been at least five plus yards. So, it's it's little things like that that happen on the really that happened throughout the game. Like it it was just two guys, one guy, you know, um DG's overthrowing Marvin all game and then Marvin gets one in the pocket. Yes, yeah, a contested catch, but we know Marvin can make it. So it's the the plays are there, the opportunities are there. We just gotta put it all together. You know, I, 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 like I said, I say we, but it's really y'all. But I still feel like I'm there, so I'm gonna keep on saying we. So, um, but anyways, man, that's that's the Bullfrogs breakdown. Um, we might need to make that a segment, Bullfrogs breakdown. So, um, uh, yeah, I honestly, I got a whole lot more notes, man, but I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't sit here and and just keep going on and on. It's it's up to you guys. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, looking forward to the Texas game. I hope Aaron Judge hits his 62nd or 63rd home run, whatever it is, by then. Because, bro, I, I don't know if you heard, but they kept going back and forth between that they and the game. They've still like, been bro. doing it. They, they do, yeah. They've been doing it all day today, too. It's ridiculous. Like, go ahead and hit it so he can move on. Lord. I'm like, bro, if somebody don't lob him the ball, because I think he struck out like eight times. Um, Like, it's, I, it's bad luck. That's what it is. I know he's probably tired of it. Right. No doubt. Sheesh. I, yeah, I will I'm say, excited. I will say, special teams did look a lot better. Um, specifically, uh, kickoff return. I think y'all averaged like thirty plus coming out, something like that. Yeah. Um, special teams did look better. Punt looked good. Um, punt return looked pretty good. Uh, special teams is, is is cleaned up. So that's one of the positives I have. Uh, wrapping things up, man. Um. Is I, I saw the tweet from the OU football page, but uh, you got an update for us on Damon Harmon? Anything that you could tell us? Yeah, you know, got to be very, you know, limited on what I could say. But, you know, like the tweet says, man, he's good. You know, he's in our care now. He's back home with us. And uh, like he's doing good. He's not trending in a bad direction. So, you know, he's trending <laughs> upwards. And, uh we're we're happy that you know he's happy he's he's his mind is right you know what i'm saying he has a good mindset about it uh he's trending up he's getting healthier you know what i'm saying so we're just glad he's okay yeah i'm i'm glad he's okay cuz i can i've had a few moments like that myself where um it gets scary cuz uh my sophomore year of high school i got a concussion similar to dg i i knew dg was uh, was, was unconscious immediately 
because your feet and your and your your hands they go um limp. they go limp yeah and you you can see that and um i think texas in 20 in 2020 uh, i cut a guy and i hurt my neck um similar to probably what damon felt honestly cuz he he looked about the same like he could still move but what he's probably dealing with is some some nerve issues um that's the same thing i dealt with but uh i don't know um we me and Braden didn't talk about this off of air these are just my experiences but like mm-hmm. you said i'm glad things aren't trending in a negative direction and that uh uh that our guys are going to be okay yeah. so sooner nation fear not things are okay in norman um <laughs> look man they can't get, I, I i don't know i don't have all the answers i can only give you my perspective but i will say I'm looking forward to this weekend. Beat Texas. That's the I like one. it. You see the hat. It's my favorite one. Um, you got to get you one. I do. Yeah. I do. You know, I, I'm excited, man. You know, we got a lot of stuff to clean up, but I think we're, we, we're trending in the right direction. And, uh, you know, you got a team that you don't really have too much to lose anymore. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to go out there and just you know put it all on the line every week that's that's the biggest thing go put it all on the line you can't hold nothing back you know so if you if you can't get hype for this one then i don't even know why you committed though you in the first place because what <laughs> man i'm, I'm telling excited you. um my first one as a fan uh not excited about i gotta wake up at 5 30 in the morning just to go get some good parking and get in the fair but um i'm excited yeah. for the experience i've never been so, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can slide to the sidelines. Uh, right now, I'm I'm sitting on the fifty, but I'm a little higher up than what I want to be. What Jay Hall is used to. So, yeah, um, I got I gotta finagle my way down there. Hey, pray I don't fight somebody, bro. Because I, I I swear, bro, if somebody come wrong, it's going down. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> if I hear any number nine slander, I'm losing it. <laughs> Oh man. Well, I'm a, I'm a, you know, hopefully do enough where you don't have to hear nothing like that. So, Hey, Hey, um, you want to hurdle somebody this game? Yeah, I got to, this is Jay Hall. I got to pull a Jay Hall special. You know what I'm saying? I got to go into the game. I got to go into the yeah. game. Then I'm going to go into the game. Like I'm going to hurdle someone. That's how you got to be. Oh, like we, we've talked that's... about this. We've talked about this. You got that a hurdle is one thing that you just go into the game and like I'm just gonna hurdle someone this game. Like this oh. this, this is not like the hurdle is not like a like a juke or like a little like you know yeah. side step or like a little cut or nothing like that. Like mm-hmm. a, a hurdle is such like a concerted effort before the game. Like I'm going to hurdle someone. I'm Bro. going to hurdle someone. And then it happens. I told you that's what I did last year. And granted, I didn't land. But it looked cool. <laughs> it did look cool. It did look cool. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got to carry on the tradition. I'm looking forward to it, man. <laughs> Sooner Nation, that is all we have for this episode of the podcast. Uh, we can't unscramble scrambled eggs. Let's not beat a dead horse. We're not worried about anybody else committing. We're worried about this game and this game only because we're going to ride. We're going to ride regardless. And we're going to show up down there and we're going to cook some 
some Texas booty. All right. Brady, you got anything left for the people? Yeah, man. Just, you know, you know, just show up and show out for us, man. And uh, we'll see y'all down there Saturday. All right, y'all.